I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's run out to our SDCCU fan hotline. Joining us right now from the New York Post. We talked a lot about you yesterday. Ken Davidoff joining us here on the fan. Ken, how are you? I'm great. How are you? We are outstanding. Thank you very much. Hey, give me your thoughts on the ball game yesterday between the Yankees and the Padres. Uh, well, last night, you know, kind of, it seemed like it was settled in the, before an out was made. You know, the Padres scored four runs against uh, Masahiro Tanaka before Tanaka got an out, and and then uh, uh, the Yankees made it interesting at the end. But uh, the Padres uh, stopped it with their uh, ex-Yankee closer Kirby Yates uh, shutting the door. Hey, we were talking a lot. And by the way, love the column in the post, love reading the, the, the sports page, and it gave us a lot to talk about here in San Diego. Huh. Your your your, com, your column yesterday talked about, hey, for the Yankees, uh, not bad that uh, he ended up over here in San Diego. Uh, give us your give, – give us a uh, – maybe expand a little bit on what you wrote yesterday and and what your thoughts were about Manny Machado ending up here and not New York. Yeah, I just always thought Manny was a bad fit. And I, I got to know Manny a, a little bit in Baltimore, which is, uh, like San Diego, a smaller market, uh, not as much media. And, and obviously Manny thrived there. Uh, you know, I, I also covered the World Series last year when he was, the, was with the Dodgers, and obviously he did not thrive. It was a very rough month for him, <laughs> rough, rough month of October, uh, despite uh, playing in his first World Series. And I I thought what showed especially in October and also based on just what I had seen and heard over his uh, seven prior seasons in Baltimore was that this is a guy who probably his best fit is in a smaller market like like Baltimore or now uh, San Diego. So do you think it's more that in and in your piece uh, it was it was well written but I I my question is do you think it was more the Yankees got it right by passing on him because it's a bad fit and they didn't need him or because he's not worth that money? No, no, I think he is worth that money. I think he's a spectacular baseball player. So uh, I, I, uh, I, I think the Padres uh, did well and, and uh, by, by investing in him. Uh, no, I, I think it was the former. I think, as I said, I think Manny fits best in a smaller market. Uh, I also think the Yankees didn't need him that badly. I think their top need continues to be, uh, pitching, starting pitching, and then beyond that, the outfield. I, I think they're pretty well stocked in the infield. And, and last winter, as it was going on, uh, we all thought Miguel Andujar uh, finished second in, in the Rookie of the Year balloting last year in the American League would be the third baseman. Turns out he's out for the year with a with a shoulder injury. But now, uh, to their credit, they, they have Gio Urshela, who's really done a terrific job. Uh, we're talking right now with Ken Davidoff. David Off joining us right now on the STCCU Fan Hotline. For those of us in San Diego, and we talk about small market, big markets, ex- explain to us, if you wouldn't mind, the difference between the pressure of the New York media and A.J. Casville and Dennis Lynn and the two riders that travel with the Padres. I think they have three, right? MLB.com and... Oh, uh, and Kevin A.C. as well. Yeah, so three. Yeah. Was, uh, how, yeah. Many guys, how many people are actually there for 
the the pregame sessions with the manager for the New York Yankees. There's three, four, five, a couple camera crews in San Diego. What's the crush like in New York? Yeah, like an average home game, uh, like yesterday, I would say there were about 30 people in the uh, press conference room with, with Aaron Boone for the, uh, the pregame press conference. But as far as the, the, the wants and, the, and the, the pressure, we always hear the pressure. And unless you've been in New York or worked in that market, it's hard to understand why we talk about this pressure unless you've actually been there in the maelstrom of what it's like to be at, uh, at the Yankee games. Yeah, I'll give you the perfect example. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, Hall of Fame pitcher, uh, was with Arizona and really worked and connived his way to be a Yankee. He wanted to be a Yankee. He was a Yankee uh, two seasons, 2005, 2006. He hated it, and he was really – this was a veteran pitcher. I think he was 39 or 40 years old by the time he joined the Yankees, and he was blown away by the cultural difference. You know, he would – have a bad, occasional bad start, and Joe Torre would say, okay, yeah, Randy's going to work on a slider uh, in between starts. And then two days later, he throws bullpen session, and, and we'd all go up and say, Randy, how'd your bullpen session go? Did you work on your slider? And and Randy, like, his, like I think some synapses misfired. He was like, what what are you doing? Why are you bothering me between starts? You know, I've, I've, I've pitched for Seattle and Arizona and the Expos and, and the Astros. No one ever bothered me between starts. I just did my thing between starts, you know, and, and I didn't speak to the media once. It's like, well, Randy, you're the ace of the team. You're making $16 bucks. We're going to ask you how your throw day went. And he, I think to this day, he, he's still flummoxed by that. He, and that, to me, that exemplifies the difference between uh, a larger market like New York and a smaller market. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. There's just way more commitments when you're the ace of the team in a big market. Can uh, – Obviously, we see things from a San Diego perspective. So what have you seen from, from this Padres team from a New York perspective? I, obviously, this is a team that, you know, the last decade or so comes into, you know, a visiting market, and it, it looks like an easy win. Um, what Have you been impressed by anything you've seen so far? I certainly have. I was in I, – I kind of bounced back and forth in my job between the Yankees and Mets. Right. And I was in uh, your ballpark, your beautiful ballpark, uh, a couple of weeks ago with the Mets. And the Padres took two of three. Uh, and now I've seen these two games. So, yeah, they're a, a young, exciting team. I'm excited again to see uh, Mr. Paddock today, although I, I, I crack up that he was offended that he didn't win Rookie of the Month if, if he understood how little effort uh, was put into choosing Rookie of the Month. <laughs> I think he would take, he would take less offense uh, at it. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sad I haven't gotten to see uh, young Mr. Tatis Jr. I covered his dad. Uh, and uh, Manny speaks for himself. But, yeah, you just go around the diamond and then you see some, some young, exciting players, some, some uh, impressive pitchers, and, and knowing all the guys still in the pipeline. Uh, I think the future it should be bright. I will be frank and say I do question the competence of, of the ownership group, and I, I question whether they, now that they're in the red zone, can they get the ball in, in, into the end zone. Uh, they, they'll have to prove they can do that, but uh, it certainly is encouraging. I don't know. That makes me feel old that you saw Tatis uh, Sr., because I did as well. And every time I see a player come up like uh, uh, you had the other day, uh, uh, with Biggio's kids come up, that's just making me feel old that I saw these guys and I covered them when they played, and now their kids are playing. 
Well, yeah, I have a sobering uh, reality for you. You are old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I used to be the same age as the players, and now I'm the same age as the yeah. player's dad, so it just makes us feel old. <laughs> uh, you know, one last thing, and I'll ask you because, again, I want to get an East Coast perspective and, and from a larger media market. How do you think the trade uh, market is going to uh, heat up this year with so many teams – Say a San Diego above five hundred, uh, certainly on the rise. Uh, the Yankees, uh, like you said, could use some pitching. The Red Sox want to get back into this. Tampa Bay is going to pick up a couple more pieces. Uh, do you think we're going to see a hot and heavy trade market, or do you think we're going to see it languish and wait to see how the market establishes itself? No, I think it's going to be pretty hot and heavy. I, I think, uh, particularly in the American League, the divide between the haves and have-nots is so clear, so obvious. Uh, that I think you'll see a lot of those have-nots aggressively selling. You know, you're talking about, I'd say, eight teams at least that are that are really out of the race and, and never anticipated being in the race in the first place. So they will sell anything uh, that, that moves, uh, and and uh, in the America, the, the haves will, will spend. And then the National League, you have so many teams in the race uh, that you think every win counts. And you think that they'd be aggressive and, and, and try to improve on, let's say, uh, June 20th instead of July 20th. It's going to be very, very interesting. Hey, we appreciate you taking some time joining us this morning, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon. Sounds good. Have a great day. All right. Thank you very much. That's Ken David Off joining us here from the New York uh, Post. He was on the SDCCU fan hotline. SDCCU has low mortgage loan rates, equal housing opportunity. Apply now at SDCCU.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.